Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, Terry Cowley of 1FM's Breakfast Show. How are you this morning? <laughs> I'm fine. Always a bit excited about Friday, my favourite day of the week, because you always have a busy week, and I can see looking at the Shepparton News every day. It's been jam-packed with news this week. It has um, been flat chat this week. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it always is. There's always a lot happening. But yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been very busy. The, we went for some old school tea swizzle this morning. Ah, did we? I didn't even know that. <laughs> so we just played Taylor Swift forever and always. That's an old one. It I did notice it was under our country catalogue, so I don't know. Mm. Were that in her more country days? Yeah, back in her country days when she started. So, yeah, nice little throwback there. For those of you who don't know, Max is a Taylor Swift aficionado. Can we call you that? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. You can call <laughs> me what you want, really. <laughs> yeah. um, so... But yes, uh, plenty happening this week, and we'll get this sport out of the way because I know, I know you don't want to delve too much into the sport. No, no, I know it's important to someone. I just have no knowledge about football or cricket really myself. Yeah. Well, but I know you do, so go for it. Well, the cricket this weekend is the Golden Valley Bush Bash decider. They've got the grand final this weekend, so it will be the Crushers and the Hounds, um, which will be a, a good match. Like it, it doesn't have as much support as it potentially could, but... The um the Golden Valley Bush Bash leagues a lot of fun so they'll so, meet on so Sunday. Are they like was one from Kyabrum? Yeah, is that right? Where's the other one from? Um, so the other one is from Shepparton. Okay, there's the two ships sides, the Cobram side, the Kyabrum side. Okay, um, but they're all kind of similar to a lot of the T Twenty leagues around the world. They're more franchises as opposed mm. to connected to existing clubs. Understand? So yes, I was wondering. It's kind of a that. hodgepodge and a mix of a bunch of different players that are kind of loosely. You know, the the site, you know, the Hounds out of Kyabram loosely have more Kyabram players than yes. um, elsewhere. But, yeah, it's kind of uh, mixing it up a little bit. So, so this is the third time? Uh, it is, this is the third time they've met in a third grand final. Third time that there has been a grand final of the BBL. Um, well, that's what your story says anyway today. Yeah, well, yes, that, that would be correct then. <laughs> See, um, I, know, the, I do know something you about You do know something. <laughs> the, the COVID has messed up my brain in terms of how many yes. years they've been doing yeah, it. Yeah, things haven't been consecutive, that's right. No, I know we, we nearly had a season in 2021 and then didn't, and I, it's, it's done irreparable damage to my brain. Speaking of sport, uh, the local basketball, um, the juniors, well, not just the juniors, and adults kicked off this week. The Greater Shepparton Basketball Association kicked off. I can't say kick, kicked off. bounced off. Bounced off. I think tipped off is the basketball okay, phrase. Okay, okay. You chuck it up and you'd have the tip okay. off is, I think, what the Americans say. But All I, right. Yes, I, um, I was up there last night. It was all happening. Wonderful. Yeah, so a lot of kids back into basketball, which I know they'd be very excited about. Very much so. And I was pleased to note that the air conditioning up there was working quite well last night, so oh, it was wonderful. it was nice, uh, nice and comfortable. For something that plays, you know, a lot of summertime. Yes. Uh, a lot in the summertime, you, you kind of need that sort of Pretty thing. Pretty essential, yeah. Mm. Anything else sports-wise you well, want to highlight? Well, the other thing that's kind of, it, it kind of bleeds into, um, you know, more of a, a council politics side is we had Craig Thompson, the um, Murchison Football Netball Club president, basically tee off at council. He wrote a letter to the editor um, that, you know, we had a shortened version in the paper um, today and then at the full version's online. The full version was kind of 1,100 words 
um, which we just you know, I'd have to had to condense a little bit to fit it in and he's teed off a council because the the club rooms out there for those that haven't been out there uh rundown is being kind to them you know it's a 140 year old footy netball club and it kind of the club rooms look like they've been there for the majority of that there seems um, to be some technicality over what's council land or what's not council land mm, and what council can do yes he was saying that council's policy is to um you know to only give out funding to improve works that are on council land which the marupna rooms apparently aren't um so marupna? Murchison. Uh, Murchison, yeah. sorry Murchison. Yeah. um i haven't had a coffee yet Terry. And I'm on my second, so um, there you go. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad one of us is on the board. Yeah, the, the Murchison rooms aren't on um, council land, so they've said, you know, well, we're not going to give you funding, which seems a bit... I don't know, yeah, self-serving, yeah. Um, you know, because he, he said, you know, there have been several people from council that have come out and said, you know, this isn't this isn't right, this can't stand so it So if, if the Murchison club rooms aren't on council land, what land are they on? A good question. That's something I'll try and find out. I'm going to be chasing this up a bit more today. Um, I know, hopefully, Craig. Hopefully online. Craig's a fellow CrossFitter. Very fit young man he is. Yep. <laughs> no, he's a good sort. I've, I've yeah, met, him, met him once. and you know, Yeah, just a real champion yeah. for that club. Yeah, which is... And they've done some incredible work um, the last few years and the club's been, you know, really good in trying to, to bring families together and, yes. you know... You know, done a lot of done community. a lot of team the grasshoppers as they are known mm. done a lot of team building yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah the, the facilities down there just don't match and he was saying that you know he wished he almost wished they'd been washed away in the floods mm. instead of you that know, bad all of their members you know members homes got washed away but the club rooms didn't and he wished the club rooms had so they could have rebuilt they must them, be bad then um, they are not good I've played games down there and, and been in them and they're not good. Hmm. Well, uh, well, hopefully there can be some resolution uh, on that at some point. Mm, so stick around at, at shepnews.com and you know you might see something, you might see something a bit later today on that. Okay. Um, but yeah, this week we had uh, Land of Plenty has been cancelled yeah. for, for this year. So the, the music festival which ran alongside the Golden Valley Country Music Festival um, last year, um, you know, we're kind of expecting a, a line-up to have come out at some point, um, but... It's just kind of been radio silence from them. So we, we reached out, Anna McGuinness reached out, um, you know, yesterday and, and found out that, no, they're, they're on hiatus for this year. So I would have thought the, the tickets sold well last year. Well, it, it certainly looked pretty busy and packed okay. last year. So I think it was less so much the demand for the festival and more that, you know, a lot of festivals and, and you know, the music industry is really bouncing back this year. So it's a, a much more crowded market than what they had pre-COVID. Okay. Um, and, you know, in the last couple of years. So I, I think then that's made it more difficult to secure, you know, people artists. to, to oh, you know, artists. But I see. then also, you know, workers and, yes. you know, audio oh, workers, technicians yeah. and um, all of these other things. It's just made it really difficult for them to actually, you know, commit to and, and lock yeah. it in this year. So so they have to be, um, you know, more than confident that, it'll, that it will be a success. And they obviously think that the Country Music Festival has got more legs, they, which they is probably, probably true around here. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think there's there's fewer um, there's fewer of those country yes. music festivals, so the the market isn't as watered down as say the you know the there are a lot of rock festivals, yeah, yeah, the kind of the rocky poppy mm. alternative festivals, mm. and there's you know there are a dime a dozen now, which is is great, but it's also oh yeah, we miss out, unfortunately. But it's also yeah difficult when when they're all all in the major cities and all kind of in in Byron and. Um, Yes. Yeah, down at Lawn and it makes it a bit hard for the yeah. rest of us. Yeah. 
What else do you want to? Oh. I mean, there's a, mil- uh, a million, not a million, probably a hundred stories in the ship news there's this a, week. There's a lot of what stories. What else can you hide? What, what um, else do you want to hide? So one from earlier this week was um, Jay Bryce did a story about the um, the school bus up at the Greater Shepparton Secondary College. Um, you know, talking to some parents of some students that just couldn't get on the bus. They um they went to you know went to catch the bus. She'd walked into the bus stop. Um, they got yelled out to go to the back of the bus, um, expecting the doors to open. The bus driver just drove off. Yeah, I um, can't. Yeah, I can't understand how that can happen because, you know, so, some parents might be going to work. What are the kids supposed to exactly. do? Exactly. And I, yeah. I've been in that situation, you know, in, in Melbourne when I was going to school, where we had lots of issues with the bus. Um, Seems to be a difficult one to get right, doesn't it? Because you've got all these moving parts. You've got like, you know, the bus company, the school, the you know, the sort of local council infrastructure and all these moving parts trying to get it right and they don't always get it right. No, and, you know, certainly this instance, is, it's not been an isolated incident for this family and for a couple of other families. I've, I've and I think we all right feel for bus drivers. I mean, they do have a hard job, but by the same token, you know, they've got to... I, I, don't, I don't know. They've got to embrace embrace it and not get mm. too angry at the kids, I no, think. No, I mean, you know... Because kids are going to be kids. I, I get that it, it'll be annoying, but, like, if you're the bus driver, your, your job is to drive the bus with children on it so yeah, it's, du- yeah, it's, there's definitely it's a, a duty of care there and i don't think you can leave i mean I, I suppose they they have a limit as to how many people they can get on the bus and what do they do if that limit is you know is already yeah if they're already, already at and, limit i don't know I, I, maybe they need to send another bus in which is probably a very simplistic yeah. response but probably isn't another bus but um, yeah it's a tricky one yeah you'd be working is. through that presumably to try and get to the bottom of that yes yeah you'd certainly hope so um and yeah one from very early this week was um an interesting one i thought that um police were pleading with uh, motorists to take care on the roads because they they looked at the figures from you mm. know there'd been or I, I can't remember what the exact figure um statewide was for january but for regional roads it was 24 deaths on regional roads in you know in 31 days in January, which is, uh, yeah, it was a, a lot higher than it was last year. And, and we've it, had our fair share here, haven't we? Well, the thing that the police were talking about was the fact that, um, you know, 21 of those 24 happened within 100 kilometres of where the people were living or working. So it wasn't like they were, you know, because we on often have trips. the perception of people on unfamiliar roads and mm. it's all city slickers that, you know, don't know how to drive the conditions. But police were kind of saying, you know, no, it's not that, um, you know, police do take care. Uh, Just people going about their daily business. and Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as you mentioned, we've had so many of them in the region. I I kind of went through while writing that story and kind of it was exhausting trying to find all the links to the ones that have happened in the region. And then since then, we've still had, you know, since the end of January, that figure's gone up even further. We've had, you know, further fatal crashes since then. and this is talking about fatal crashes, this isn't even just yeah. talking about, you know, um, accidents. Yeah, exactly. Which can be, you know, terrible and debilitating uh, as well. But it was interesting kind of seeing police saying, you know, put the onus back on the drivers when, you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk about the state of the roads themselves and, you know, certainly um, looking at the, the incident in Karimba on New Year's Eve, which wasn't counted in those figures being technically last year, you know, that was one where it was, you know, very obvious that the road played a, had played a significant factor in that accident. Um so it's yeah it was interesting kind of police saying that and then then avoiding the roads question i know they they obviously can't get too political no. but it's 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 very much the reality that um you know a lot of intersections and a lot of roads just kind of need a lot of work they do but you have to drive to the conditions yeah, yeah. and um you know that, that we've had floods it's going to take time mm. so you've got to slow down
Yeah, so I just... And I obey the... Four, uh, like, you see the 40 signs up and you see so many motorists not yeah. obeying that. Mm. Um, yeah, which is, yeah, it's just kind of, you know, that reminder that, you know, you do need to draft the conditions, you do need to... Yeah, it sounds like, a, sounds like a boring message to keep saying, but we need to obviously keep saying it because it, these things keep happening. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, people keep dying and it's kind of yeah, not it's just a... Horrible. Absolutely yeah. horrible. So um, let's hope we can, you know, not see that, that sort of thing continuing. Absolutely. We are, you know, we never enjoy writing those stories and no one ever enjoys reading them, but it's, yeah, it just keeps happening. We've got uh, one more for us before I let you go, Max. One more for us. Uh, yeah, the Greater Shepherd and ah, sorry, the the Shep Festival launched yesterday. Well, I was I just had so Kristen Retallick in here. I think I said her name right. I can never get her name right. It's terrible. It's um, embarrassing because I've just got in my head the wrong name and I just can't get it out. Yeah. Kristen, the director of the festival, was just in here. So, yes. and I've got the program right here so we've been, we have been hearing all about it Wonderful. did you get to the festival last year yourself max i didn't get the festival last year okay we well, um, have to do it this year so I, I will it is it's in the calendar of um of, yeah heading to looking to head along um, do you like a bit of comedy i do love a bit of comedy. okay because the comedy duo that we saw last year is coming back oh who were that they who were good that? fun they were really good fun and they are just turning the pages into the festival program now they are Sweeney and it says Sweeney and Ethan presents. That's sort of their names. Um, I can't remember their full names, but the event is called Presentation is Everything. It's at Downtown, which I don't think I've ever been to. Is that? I think that used to be Yahoo Bar, didn't it? Anyway, uh, potentially. Yeah. I, I have been in there, and it's it's not the I venue I would have picked as a comedy yeah. show venue. I okay. would have thought it'd be too small for that, but okay, well, anyway. intimate. Intimate. Int- very intimate. So it's at yes. downtown on Wednesday, the 29th of March at 8.30 p.m. I think I'm going to have to go to that one because um, we really enjoyed it. Like, last year it was at the vault. We really enjoyed it. Yep. And there's a, there's actually a couple of other comedy. Uh, the Wine Bluffs, I think that is at Longleat. And also the Multicultural Comedy Gala. And that is at Westside. So plenty of opportunities for comedy. Um, of course, everything else. Yep. Visual arts. Um, there's a story I see in Shepparton News today. There is. Taylor Baker went along to the launch yesterday. There's a big wrap around the front of the paper um, oh, as well. Oh, we so, didn't get to see that on the app. So um, no, on the whole festival. Yeah, just a fantastic a whole wrap. Um, so I haven't actually had the chance to see that yet, but I did get told it would be coming out on uh, wrapped around the paper. So get you grab a little mitts on a copy of that. Yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that kicking off mid March. All right. Well, thanks for bringing us up to speed, Max. Not a problem, Terry. Thanks what, for having me uh, on. You mentioned you're going to be doing some work on what's happening down at Murchison uh, with the club. Anything else exciting on the uh, radar today? Um, yeah, it'll be. There's going to be an interesting story about the Telstra Tower in the middle of town. Um, in terms of uh, yeah, what's happening with that, and you know, there's been pushes to have something done with it, and uh, as in get rid of it or light it up. No, or? no, no to, to put some, you know, some ornaments at the top and to, to jazz up the viewing platform, and that's probably not going to happen. So stay tuned for more on that. Oh, well, yeah, it seems like we could do something with it. When I first came to town, I just thought, oh, my God, that is so ugly. Yep. And then you just, you just really get used to it very quickly, don't you? You do, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got potential. Mm, um, but, you know, not not major work, but anyway, you'll have to... You'll have to Keep an eye out for. I have for to get the paper. Future editions uh, of the paper. Absolutely. Either this afternoon or on Sunday. That'll 
Okay. All right. We'll look out for that one. Thank you very much to Max Steinkamp. He is the deputy editor of the Shepherd News. We'll let him go and get on with his working day. You're on 1FM Live and Local. Thanks for your company. It is 24 minutes past eight on your Friday morning. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralizing value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property anywhere in the Goulburn Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 663 286 or find them on Facebook. One of them sponsor. A mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River fever, Barmer forest virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message. Retractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl. On 0428 235000. I'll repeat that 0428 235000. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.